0: call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.
1: This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know saving for retirement is critical, and creating a distribution plan for those hard-earned dollars is very, very important as well. So on today's show, we're going to go over some distributions for...
0: Welcome in everybody. Cruising through retirement—that's where you, that's what you have found, and you've also found Kevin Brooker. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, the fiduciary—he's an investment advisor representative. Thirty plus years helping folks get to and through retirement, and over that time, he has learned a lot, and he has put a bunch of it in a book called *The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care*. Uh, hey, Kevin, how's it going?
1: Oh, it is going very well. Very well, Steve. How are you?
0: Very well. Very good. Thanks. I mean, it's uh, you know a lot going on always. Um, and uh, it's the um, I, I'm right in saying that, uh, you know, it was your years doing this plus your own personal experience that prompted you to write that book.
1: Oh, yes. No, no question about it. Yeah. And, and guys, by all means, go, feel free to check, please check out the website, silverleaffinancial.com. You know, leaf like a tree is what I say. Mm-hmm. And uh, we try to keep the content fresh. We put up a lot of information. Um, And and you'll see on there that uh, you just have to fill out a small contact form, your name and address. And that's basically it. Uh, I should say name and phone number. And uh, well, I'll be happy to email you a copy of the book because there are strategies that you can employ if you're concerned about long term care uh, where I can show you how to reposition your assets so you can do it in a way that's tax free. And so that'll knock, you know, what, 20 or 25, maybe 30 percent or 40 percent, depending on your tax bracket. That's your savings right there because you can do it with tax free dollars. And the good thing, the good news is that if you don't need it, it's still your money. You're not paying a premium to anybody. You're you're it's just uh it's a strategy to maximize that puts the money available for you if a long term care situation comes up. And if it does, you get to use tax free money. But if you don't, you can use it for something else or you can just leave it to your beneficiaries. So um, By all I mean, but I go over some of that in the book and I'd be happy to share it with you.
0: Sure. All right. Uh, Silverleaffinancial.com. Again, that's the website. So, you know, you set us up well here. You're talking about um, distrib- distribution of those retirement dollars that we've spent a lifetime saving. And, you know, there's there's a lot of things that we can do with it. And and I guess that's one of the big questions is how do we make that transition? And I know this is your sweet spot, but how do we make that transition away from accumulation and into distribution and preservation?
1: And, and, and that, that's the key right there, Stephen. I I appreciate you uh, you setting me up for that. And because the biggest problem, you know, we spend our entire careers, right? We spend our entire lives just thinking about accumulation and trying to save more money and put away more money. And to see the account values grow, right? Yes. And 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 that's what we need to do, and that's what we should be doing, Um, you know. But when retirement arrives, or or when it's hopefully before it actually arrives, you've thought about how you're gonna, you know, spend that money. How you're gonna dole that money out in a way that you make it last, so that of course nobody wants to run out of money. um, But how do you also set it up in a way that you're prepared for inflation, which we've seen rear its nasty head, right? In the last. I don't know, a year or two, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it's been, but you know, we, we've all seen food prices, food prices are up over 10% in the last year. Oof, feels like more than I, that. <laughs> it, it does feel like that's what, well, that's <laughs> the government reports. That's what they claim. I understand. Um, you, you know, but, uh, yeah, it does feel like more than that. Um, you know, we can certainly pick out different, different things. I've talked about eggs a few times on here because of, I guess, because of bird flu, um, avian flu. But anyway, the, it, it, can, it can be something that, you know, like food, the reason I bring that up and I mentioned that is because it's something we all need, right? You know, it's as the price of travel goes up, you can say, well, the heck with it. I'm just not going to travel. Um, but you can't do that with other things. And so we want to make sure we've got some mechanism put together so that you know you can increase your income over time because you know your bills are going up too. Sure. And, and so that's one of the things that we like to do is, uh, is to set up those plans, set up those income plans. If you haven't thought about an income plan, you really should sit down and talk to talk to somebody like me that can give you, you know, some ideas or some things to think about. Uh, because sometimes, you know, a lot of people say, "Hey, I've got a bunch of accounts. I got a bunch of money. I'll just take it when I need it." That's not really a plan. It okay? that doesn't That's, seem like a
0: plan at all. It seems like you got it, some accounts there, but and good for you, but then what?
1: Yeah, it's it's not really a plan. Okay. Okay. And so, I would like to suggest we you do something more formal. Um, and, and, and sometimes people don't, don't want to go to that point, which is fine. But what's important is that, is that we all understand how much money you can actually, you know, how much income can you generate from your portfolio? Right. And if it's in stocks and bonds, uh, things like that, where a lot of people are mutual funds, uh, exchange traded funds, whatever it might be. Uh, the typical rule of thumb is 4%, uh, is your safe withdrawal rate. So if you have $100,000, then that would be $4,000 a year in income. And so it's pretty quick that people say, wait a minute, there's no way I could live on four grand. And, and I don't know anyone that could. All right. So first we need to sit down and we take, need to take a look, guys, at your assets, and your liabilities. And then we look at all the income sources and expenses that you're going to have. And that's where we start to figure out this plan. Uh, but one of the biggest things is is that folks that when, when you're getting into the retirement mindset, uh, it's important that you that you shift the way you think about your portfolio and that you shift that mindset. Because now you're going to be, we're going to be looking at distribution and putting that money in vehicles that uh, are focused on giving you that income. For instance, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm actually really excited uh, my, myself because I found something that looks really attractive uh, for myself and my wife. And and one of the things I've talked about on the show here before is how I feel uh, income annuities, indexed annuities that have income guarantees. Uh, I think they're they're perfect to provide supplemental income in retirement. And the key to your portfolio, guys, is the way that I would suggest is to look at part of it for maybe look at part of it for growth. In other words, that we put in the stock market, and other another part of it though, let's allocate for income. So you so you know you've got other sources of guaranteed income, because you know what's Steve? One thing that uh, frightens a lot of people. What's that? Is is their Social Security check getting cut? Right. Right. Well, I think it's a real possible it is a distinct possibility uh, that that happens, guys, unless Congress takes action and and they get the courage to do what they have to do. All right. Social Security is going to have about a 25% shortfall in 10 years. Okay, so at that point, everybody's checks get cut Uh, right now. They're saying it's 23%. Um, So if they do nothing, if they do nothing, that's what's going to happen. All right. So you need to make sure we all need to make sure that we're prepared and that we've got enough income. So if it happens, then we're prepared to live with it and we're okay, right? I don't want to see anybody suffer hardship because of this, but I know, I guarantee, I guarantee some people will if they do this. Of course.
0: Well, and again, you know, you, you talk about the Social Security and and, uh, and you said something else as you were leading into all of that, where you said, uh, you know, these the index annuities that you were just talking about, um, you said that's a supplemental income. And I, and again, that goes to multiple income streams, doesn't it?
1: It, it does. It does. 100%. And, that, and that's the key. And that's what I think it's important that everybody think about and come up with a strategy uh, and sit down with somebody like myself, okay i'm happy to talk to you answer questions we can meet we can talk it won't cost you a dime all right but at least you'll get some ideas and see if i'm somebody that that might be a good fit for you in your future as you're planning your retirement it's one thing when you've got a 401k and you're at your job and you have to decide out of you know your dozen investment choices how you're going to you know accumulate and grow your 401k that's that's to me that's much simpler than figuring out your distribution plan as you go into retirement because if you screw up when you're younger at that job, you've got plenty of time to make that money back, right? You're in your 20s, 30s, you've got plenty of time to make it back. Mm-hmm. But if you mess up your distribution plan, how are you gonna make it back? What are you gonna do? And and if and if it's really messed up and inflation starts kicking along too high and you don't have enough income, that's when you that's when you gotta make some real tough choices that nobody wants to have to make. And so my goal is to try to help all my clients get in a situation where they know they've got enough income that's guaranteed, you know, forever. Uh, and the nice thing about an annuity and and all of them guys do not work the same. and And everybody really needs to stop lumping them all together like they're all the same because they're not. It, they're no more the same than you can say all cars are the same. All right? Yes, they've got all com they've got common variables, right? But I don't think anybody is, truly believes that all cars are the same.
0: Of course not, and,
1: right? Because they're not. <laughs> they're obviously not. And it's the same thing with annuities. There's a lot of similarities, but there's a whole bunch of differences. And there's a bunch of them I wouldn't touch. I, I, you know, I, I, maybe if you're my enemy, I'd say, yeah, put your money in that thing and lose a bunch of money on fees. But right, I joke. I wouldn't do that. No, either. of course not. Um, you, you know, some of them do have high fees, which you shouldn't touch. But guys, there are some good ones out there. They do have fees, I, and there's some really good income products that have fees of one and a one and a quarter percent. One that I'm looking at for me and my wife has a fee of one point two five percent. It doesn't right. seem all that.
0: Li- doesn't seem all that much.
1: You know what? I don't. I, t- I honestly, Steve, I don't like it. But um, but I'm willing to pay it because it, it's it. Because I tell you what, if you're 60 years old, you could put a hundred thousand dollars into this contract, and in six years, it'll guarantee you over ten thousand dollars a year for life. Jeez. All right, over a ten percent payout at age 66. If you put the money in when you're 60, guys, there's nothing else out there you can get ten percent. Uh, uh, that you can take a 10% withdrawal from. All right. And have any expectation that it's going to last you for life. All right. But this policy will, will do that. um, And it, and it's guaranteed, it's guaranteed for lifetime. So if the money runs out, if it goes, the account value goes to zero, the payments continue. You keep on getting that check. And so that, that's what I'm doing. um, That's what I'm doing with me and my wife. We're setting up, I'm setting up these vehicles so that I have several different ones that I can turn to and in other words turn on as time goes by and inflation starts you know jacking up the price of everything the electricity you know your electricity is going higher waters going higher food prices everything is going higher over time we all know that so it's really important that we plan for it because whatever income you start off with that's just your starting point because a lot you might have a 30 year retirement I mean your cost could easily double in that 30 years.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and they probably will. That's the thing. I mean, if you go back thirty years, I mean, that's that's a good comparison, isn't it? I mean, yeah. just I mean, look what we've come through, and look what the price was then versus now.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's really incredible, especially if you look at like home prices, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I was I was reading something. A little side note. I was looking at some article about celebrity homes for sale in California, you know, in California, right? Sure. And uh, so it had Wahlberg's house for I don't know sixty million dollars or something. Yeah. And, and and then it gave the and, it showed, and then it said apparently Cher has a house in Malibu, beautiful mansion, of course. Um, that she that I think it's on. I think it's for sale for thirty million. And let
0: me write you check. Not,
1: right? <laughs> no problem. We'll talk we we're talking about 30 years forward and 30 years back. Well, she bought the place in 1989 for three million dollars. Okay. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Holy 10, 10x. 10x 10x return, you know, on uh on the house. I'm sure she'll get close to that, that price. Um, you know, so the point is we know prices are going higher. Hopefully they won't go up tenfold in the next 30 years. Um, but it's important to have those sources because You know, a lot of people start off and they say, Kevin, I can live on Social Security. And I say, fantastic. That is awesome. If you can can live on Social Security, that's wonderful. Because by doing that, um, it it depends on other income sources. But if you don't have a whole bunch, you know, if you don't have a lot of other income coming in, then it's very possible your Social Security won't be taxable either. So what I'm doing personally is supplementing our, our Social Security income with Roth IRA income. So I'm putting my Roth IRA money into the index annuities that have the income guarantees. So my income that's paid to me, paid to us from these, I'm setting them up all for joint life, right? Anybody that's married, okay, if you're ha- maybe I should say if you're happily married. Yeah. Um, I strongly recommend a joint payout. And what that means is that the payments will continue for as long as either of you are alive. So when the first person passes away, the survivor will continue to get that exact same amount of money. All right. For as long as he or she lives. That's a
0: really good deal. I mean, that's a really big deal in terms of, you know, protecting ourselves, giving us peace of mind. I mean, that just that just seems like such a no brainer to me.
1: Well, well, you know what it is, if if I'm being totally honest, the other thing about it with me is that I want to make sure, you know, I I always think I'm going to be the one that goes first, because guys usually die, you know, first. And and I want to make sure my wife is taken care of. And I want to make sure that she doesn't have to worry about it or even think about it. Right. So I'm doing everything I can to put it in place. And, and then that's, then that payout will be there for whoever the survivor is when you, when you elect that joint, that joint life. And guys, if, if you, if you're, if if you have a, uh, if you're a 65 year old couple, you know, a male, both people are 65 years old. There's over a 50% chance that one of you will live into their nineties over a 50% chance. Okay. Chances are better; it's probably going to be the woman, you know. But, probably, yeah. You know, but but so be it. What are we going to? What are you going to do, right? Uh, no. You know. So the last thing that I want to want to have to think about is running out of money, whether it's me or my wife. And and so to me, it's a great solution to give us that supplemental income because Social Security was never meant to be your sole source of income. All right, it was just meant to be a piece of it. And so by adding other vehicles like an annuity. The reason I like it is because it's the only account guys that keeps on paying you. Even if it goes to zero, there's no other account will do that. And so that's what I'm paying for. I'm paying because of the guarantee. So what I'm doing is I'm insuring my income. All right. Just like you pay for insurance for your house in case there's a big problem, you know, whatever happens, you pay for medical insurance. If you get sick, you pay for automobile insurance for your car, right? That's what you're doing here. You're paying a fee to insure, that you've got money coming in. It's like a personal pension plan that you have for yourself and your, and your wife or your spouse. And you know, that it's going to keep on paying you even if it goes to zero, doesn't matter if it goes to zero because you're still going to have that money coming in every month. Yeah. Wow.
0: And those are the kinds of things that you, you have discussions with people, you break it down for them just like you do here. But I'm sure there's even more detail when you're actually going through that process.
1: Oh, there is there, there, there is uh, um, there's far more detail and, and, uh, and that's what that's where you know that's where you your whatever advisor you're working with needs to get to know you and your personal situation so that they can develop the best plan for you. That's an individual custom plan. And and if you and by the way if you have an advisor if they're not making a custom plan and for you specifically then I'd say find somebody else. All right, give mm-hmm. me a call. I'm happy to make a custom plan as a, as opposed to what I'm saying is a lot of places use cook they use these cookie cutter things. And so they ask you a couple of questions, they'll come up with a, a total of points or numbers or a score or something. And then everybody that has that score gets the same, you know, y- y'all, y'all go into a box and, and that's what you get. And it, it might be fine. It might, it might be just fine. What, what I'm talking about is something called the suitability standard. That's based on how you answer the questions. Uh, so it's appropriate based on your age and risk tolerance and things like that. Um, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily the best thing for you. So if you want to find somebody that's going to get you the best thing for you, you need to find a fiduciary, an independent fiduciary that's he or she's responsibility that they will uphold the fiduciary standard and do what's in your best interest, not what's in the firm's best interest.
0: Of course. Folks, if you'd like to reach out and and connect with Kevin, it's 800-975-6717, 800-975-6717. And the the website really is a great place to connect with Kevin as well. That's silverleaffinancial.com, silverleaffinancial.com. Let's talk social security. Well, let's talk RMDs for a second. How about that? Sure, sure. Uh, Because as we start our own distribution of the money that we've saved, most of us have it in you know, tax deferred accounts and then yes. we get to be 73 and then the government wants their cut.
1: Yes, they do. And they feel like they, I think they feel like, you know what, we've waited long enough. <laughs> we want, <laughs> we over. want our, ta- we want our money. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you know what guys, the, the sad, the, the sad answer, unfortunate answer um, you know, people often, often, one of the biggest questions I get is how can I cut these taxes for, You know, on take, when I take money out of the IRA and unfortunately, the answer is the that that uh, the only route out of your IRA is through the IRS, and there is no other route, unfortunately. Um, so you can convert it to a Roth, though. And if you're if you have some time left that you can leave the money alone, I think a Roth IRA is a great vehicle. But you you pay the tax, you know, when you take when you put the money into the Roth, so you pay it right away. You pay it now, but then it grows tax free. And then, and, and then, uh, when it comes out, you don't pay any taxes. And if it's coming out of a Roth IRA, then that will not bump your social your, the tax on your Social Security either. Because, guys, the other thing to remember that a lot of people don't pay attention to um, is that your income, you know, your Social Security might be taxed uh, depending on how much income you have. And and in a in a married filing jointly scenario, I want to say that you can make maybe ten or twelve thousand dollars. Um, over and above your social security before that becomes taxable. And that, that's a rough number. But in other words, it's not a lot. It's it's not like you can make a hundred grand and, and, and you won't have your social security taxed, right. um, you know? And, and so it's important to know that uh, as, as you're planning, obviously we have to know how much you're going to take home versus, you know, the gross pay. And, and so we want to look at that and we want to look at any pension income, any pension sources you have, but when you tie it all together, all of these are going to affect how much you pay for your Medicare. And so if your income is too high, that can affect the cost of your Medicare premiums as well. And so it's important to have a comprehensive view when you're looking at these things and make sure you're working with somebody that, that understands that. Sure.
0: And again, you, you mentioned it, too. It's a fiduciary, independent, uh, with experience. Those three things, you certainly have all of those. And that really makes the big difference, too, because just a fiduciary, that standard is above all else
1: it it is above all else it is the highest standard that we have and it's important that that everyone realize um that only only about half the industry you know, upholds that standard the other half does not um and the and the really big brokerage firms they're generally against it because it's a higher liability it's a higher standard and that brings you know a higher liability right um with what do they say with responsibility comes accountability yes and 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 so that's what we're looking at here. And, and if you ask yourself, well, gee, why do they fight this? Why wouldn't they want everybody to have a fiduciary? All right. It's because they don't want to get sued. You know, and, and because they're they're more worried about litigation than they are about doing the right thing for everybody. And and so I think I think to, you know, to me, that's why that's the benefit of working. Uh, I refer to myself as a boutique investment firm, you know, where I, I we get to know our clients you're not a number calling in, you're not going to get a voicemail center or a call center. Um, And, and you're going to, you know, we'll, we'll have a human relationship. Okay. And even with all this talk of, you know, artificial intelligence being right around the corner. So.
0: Well, uh, but I mean, the uh, thing that, that I think a lot of people miss really is there are a lot of, there are a billion and six financial shows, uh, you know, on the radio and television uh, all across the country. And, The thing is, is if you, a lot of those guys and gals, if you call them, well, you're going to get to a call center. And then if you actually go meet, well, you're not going to meet with the person you saw on TV.
1: Right. Oh, no, you won't. You
0: you know what I mean? Or or the person that you heard on the radio.
1: That's right. A lot of times, a lot of times they have, you know, they, they, the person that you see on TV or hear on the radio is not the one you're sitting down with. You'll be sitting down with a subordinate. And and a lot of times it's a much younger person, Um, you, you know, and, and. Which which could be fine, but the but the thing with a much younger person is a lot of times uh, you know they don't have the experience and and they haven't lived through these issues, and and so might not be able to give you the best advice. Maybe they can, but in my opinion, you're much better off going with somebody uh, that can relate to it and and has experience, has been around the block a couple times. Yeah. Because like in any business, in any career, you know you, you make mistakes when you're younger that you wouldn't make when you have more experience
0: exactly and uh, boy i'd rather you know i'd rather be the uh, the young person there working with the uh, the senior person who isn't going to make those mistakes and then learn from that that i won't make those
1: mistakes it's right right do you do you really want to be want to be the the sounding board or no. the you know the the test that you know the crash test dummy yeah <laughs> you know it's it's not with it's my like, retirement i don't not with my money no thank you very much um but you know it's, and, and i think you know, and, and, and that's that's what I can can help you with, because I, I am a registered investment advisor. I do work with stocks and bonds and mutual funds and things in the stock market and bond market, um, you know, and, and at the same time, I work with the guaranteed and the safe, the, what we call the safe money alternatives. Uh, when people tell me, Kevin, I just don't want to take a chance, I'm going to lose money. All right. And if you tell somebody that your goal is preservation of capital, that you don't want to lose money, then they should never recommend you invest in anything that can lose money right? Otherwise, they're taking a chance of, of breaking and violating your objective. And so the nice thing is that today, the nice thing about interest rates going higher for savers and people that have put money away is now you can actually get paid money on your savings. And, and um, okay, in most cases, banks aren't paying it. But there, there are other vehicles, guys, we can get five and a half percent guaranteed right now for five years, you can get 4% in a money market now. And, and so if you're not getting at least that, you know, give me a call. I'll be happy to help you find some some places you can do it. Um, and, and that's something that a good advisor is going to help you with. It doesn't mean that that we that you know I, I only help with things that I have in house. Sure. In other words, you know I'm happy to help my clients out with all sorts of things. A lot of them will talk to me about insurance coverages even th- even though I don't work with those things. Um, but to help people save money because I, I want to help them save money everywhere and then I, hopefully the money that we save they'll put towards their put towards their retirement, right? And and so I think it's important to take a look around, and actually see if you can do that. If you if you haven't revisited some of your insurance policies, I'll tell you what my homeowner's policy. I think I mentioned this uh, a, a few couple months ago. Uh, actually, it was last month, January, um, because my my homeowner's policy. I pa- I pay it annually because you know you save a little bit on the monthly premium. Yep. <laughs> and, and so anywhere I can save money, that's what I'm going to do. And and so I pay it annually. And my uh, my notice came in it came in about a month early. Saying that they're going to raise it like four hundred bucks. Jeez, I said, wait a minute. Seems significant. <laughs> and well, for me, it was significant because because my my homeowner's value it, it wasn't it wasn't that you know it was, it was pretty reasonably priced, you know. So four hundred dollar increase was pretty high percentage wise. So I said, all right, that means I got to take some time and, and look around and see you know if if everybody's gone up like this. And the answer was no, everybody had not gone up like that. And 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 so I found somebody else that offered a better price, this good company and good ratings, everything I was looking for. And and say and I think it, I do I am paying more than I paid last year, but it's like seventy five bucks or something. So it saved me over three hundred dollars by just taking a few minutes to look around and you know save me three hundred bucks. Nice. So and then better that money I take four hundred, right? Isn't it right? Yeah. And then I turn around. And I say, you know what? Now I feel a little better, and I can put a few extra bucks towards retirement. Yeah. And you know and so that's what I would suggest everybody do if you haven't done it, take a look. You know, um, one thing I want that's one thing on your expense side. I don't know if you guys are like me or not, but, but I, me and my wife went to, you know, we cut the cord a few years back. Uh, so we got rid of the cable box um, and we went to streaming and we stream everything. We don't have cable. We stream everything. And, and what's happened though, is that over time I now have, I don't know how many streaming services. Well, Cause and, there's a
0: bunch of them out there.
1: Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we've got, of course, of course we've got the Roku box and I've got YouTube TV and Netflix and Amazon and Philo and Paramount plus and, I don't even know how many more. Peacock. And it's, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then Hulu. I'm like, yeah, right. And and I'm like, wait a second. How much? I mean, are you really watching all of those? And because they're not free. And and if you're not watching them, take a look at it. You know, maybe you save 10 or 20 bucks, whatever it is. Um, but it's all money that we can save Is supposed to spend. And I'd much rather have you saving it than spending it. Sure.
0: So you mentioned something a couple of minutes ago, and I'd like to dig into it a little bit. You called it a safe money strategy that seems to me to be really on point for what we're trying to do with our retirement and, and our savings and our ultimately yes. our income.
1: And I, and I think that, I think that a lot of people, um, they do, they do want that. In fact, I, I tell you what, Steve, I don't know if you heard, but last year 2022 was a record year for index annuities, uh, record year, more money went into them than ever has before. Wow. And, and, and that's because what I'm referring to is a, is a separate class of annuities and what I'm saying is, there are different types of these, you know, uh, in the annuity space. And I'm not, I'm not going to go into all the differences right now, but you just need to realize that they're not all the same. There are differences, big differences, in fees and costs and expenses, uh, and a lot of other things too. And so, the index annuity is one uh, where you make money if the stock markets are going higher, but if they go down, you don't lose a dime. Zeroes your and hero. So, right? Zeroes your hero because what happens is, like for instance, if you had money in one of these last year. When the markets, uh, Fidelity, for instance, just reported that their average 401k account, their average client that has a 401k, which Fidelity has millions of them, Mm -hmm. their average client lost 24% last year. All right. So roughly a quarter of their value of their account, they lost. All right. Now the markets have gone up a little bit to start the year, which is good. Um, But when you have a 24% loss, then that means, so you've had a hundred grand and now you've got 76,000, right? Percentage wise, you need to make what thirty percent, thirty five percent to get wow. back to where you were. So, it does take it, and it's going to take some time. But if you had the index annuity, then what? And you had a hundred thousand in it. Last year went by, you still have a hundred thousand dollars, guys. You wouldn't have lost a penny. You wouldn't have lost anything. And 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 the nice thing is when we have good years, like let's say we make ten percent or eight percent or whatever the number is, then it gets locked in. So on your anniversary, we lock in that gain, and that and now. You can never lose that so if you put in 100 and now it's 108 and the market drops you've still got your 108 and and so i can show you how over certain periods of time you know these have actually made more money than if you just invested in an s p index fund an s p 500 index fund uh, because of the volatility of the market and you see the thing that a lot of folks forget about or don't realize is that the first you know the first five or six years before and before and after you retire. Are critical, critical to the to the performance of your portfolio, uh, and 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 so what I'm saying is, if you have a stock and bond portfolio and you're withdrawing money from it, right? That and, and the markets are going down, that could have a devastating impact and and really wipe out your portfolio. And on the other hand, if the four or five years before you retire, you've got all your money in the markets and they're going down, you might wind up having to work several you know quite a while longer than you than you thought. So the safe money idea comes in and says, you know what, if you're in those parameters and I'm going to say, basically, when you get into your fifties, that's when you should be starting to think about this. If you haven't done it before, because I'm going to suggest maybe take 15, 20%, 25% of what you have and allocate it towards something that we call a safe money vehicle so that we know that piece of money doesn't matter what happens. You're not going to lose anything from it. And over time, you're probably going to get really nice growth out of it. I can tell you the good ones. In the last 10 years, I can show you that you'd have made around between 7 and 8%, all right? Average annual return for the last 10 years with no risk of a loss. Jeez. I mean, and, how much better can that get? Well, i tell you what, the good the good news. You know what? It's, I feel like there's a, there's a commercial out there. Well, that's good, see. but you know what? There's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. There's more. And I'll tell you what, guys, one of the nice things about interest rates going higher is that the terms on these products have gotten much better. Because they they everything is tied to the uh, U.S. Treasury market, and so interest rates on these have gotten much more favorable. Um, the caps on them there are limitations because you have none of the risk. You can't possibly have all of the upside. So you, so you get a percentage of the upside in exchange for no risk. And and in the past, you know, you might have caps that you could have made maybe six or seven percent, but now a lot of them are double digit. And and I can tell you the one that. That I, I mentioned to you, if you're 60 years old and, and you put money into into one that I'm looking at personally right now, if you wait six years, you can take out 10% for life. Over 10% for the rest of your life. And and if you think about comparing that to, let's say, the stock market, what it equates to is you would have to make four times your money, all right? Four times your money uh in order to get to a comparable level of income, assuming you follow the four percent withdrawal rate. So I know we're getting we're t- throwing out a lot of numbers, and uh, uh, it's it can be sometimes difficult to follow. But listen, I would love to sit down with you guys, show you some information. I can email it to you, and I'd be happy to go over some examples because that's what really helps people understand it is when they put it side by side, you know, so you can compare stocks and bonds versus versus the index annuity, and then you can see exactly what I'm talking about, which is why so I'm so excited about this because. I say, I see this, you know, it's, it's more than I hope for. I, I just recently found this, found this one. It's got-
0: Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Do it today.